Hey, hi, my name is Hannah. I am forever a serial entrepreneur who thrives when bringing new ideas to life. And this wasn't always a path that I felt comfortable living, walking on. Um, it's a path that I still question to this day. Like, should I be bringing this many things to life? And it is a path that many people have questioned for me along the way. And I think that I have given just acceptance of who I am and how my brain works and acceptance that alignment looks like me bringing a lot of things to life. Hi, that's what we're going to talk about today. It's super fun. Um, but even if your brain doesn't work that way, I think loving however it is that your brain works is one of the most important things. And yesterday I shared a video that was just like, so powerful because so many people get misguided when this is like something that most people don't have. The ability to think and bring things to life is beautiful. Whether that's a hundred things or one thing, but like if it can be a hundred, let it be a hundred. You're the one who gets to decide whether or not you're overwhelmed with what you're bringing to life. Not everybody else. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Welcome to season three. Um... I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three. And I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world. However, 
that looks for us, but more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Okay. Hi. (laughs) I was just laughing at myself because every morning I start the video portion of this. Um, We used to be live on Facebook every morning and I had to stop that because my internet was breaking and I wasn't 100% sure what that was or wasn't doing to the quality of the podcast. So I stopped and here we are. just I do a video recording that's just the video instead of a Facebook Live, but I have someone coming out to look at the internet today, so hopefully we'll be back going to Facebook Live every morning. Um, but every morning I start with this super awkward <laughs> silent wave as if the audio portion of the video doesn't start until the podcast does, because <laughs> I have to start recording prior to starting the podcast. Anyways, I am ridiculous and we're all aware of this. And so I just, sorry, I started off laughing at myself, but here's some big, big news. I know that none of us expected this. I know that I've been telling you that this was coming for a while. And so I'm so excited to be sharing this with you today. And you should all be excited and like really get excited. Give yourselves, myself a drum roll, please. My great thing is I have graduated from ordering just the basic caramel macchiato. I know, I know, I know. Calm your excitement. Please calm yourself. Listen, this means that I may be out of the bubble lid stage, which means I may be out of like the the very basic teen years of coffee drinking. I may have graduated into like adulthood out of infancy. I was, I, I called my sister, the noble person who brought me to coffee in the first place. And I said, listen, sister, I am struggling. I don't know what to order anymore. A caramel macchiato just hits like sugar, tastes like sugar. The caffeine doesn't even hit, just the sugar does. And I just feel heavy instead of what I used to feel when I would drink the caramel macchiato, which was like, ooh, yes, caffeine, let's go, new level, refocus, let's move. And it just wasn't doing that for me anymore. And this was like my normal order, like, Hi, I'm Hannah. <laughs> do you, oh, you're not Starbucks. Okay, but I still want a coffee. So like, what do you have that's really close to a caramel macchiato? And that usually, okay, a usual good coffee clerk's reaction to that is this is a basic bitch and she can't handle real coffee. So I'm going to go ahead and give her just some super sugary drink that's mostly creamer and barely any coffee. And that was fine for a while. And listen, if you're still in that stage, I respect you. I respect you more than probably anyone else in this realm does because I get it. Okay. I spent, let's see, I started drinking coffee probably around the time that my first child was born. So I've been on that phase for likely eight plus years. 
okay? Bubble litting my way through every coffee shop, every Panera, every place, right? And the bubble lid is like some form of coffee disrespect where people look at you instantly and they just turn their nose up and they're like, she doesn't even drink coffee. She's just here for the PR, right? Like, because really, that's, that's not untrue. And if you're like a tried and true coffee drinker who could just drink it straight like my dad, you would turn your nose up at me and you deserve to. It's fine. I am not a coffee snob. I am understanding of my basic level of coffee drinking. And I gratefully acknowledge how important it was as an entry level. Okay. But over the last six months, I've just been like, oof, it's just heavy. It's not light and freeing and bubbly like it used to be. I've grown out of this. And so, knowing that I had grown out of it, but I've been fighting it for a couple of months, like, no, 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 it just, it depends on the barista. It depends on who prepares it. Sometimes it it doesn't hit like that, but most, I would say 90% of the time, it was like, this is just too heavy. It's too sugary. It's too sweet. I want to actually taste the coffee now. I'm ready. I'm ready. And I've been sitting with that for a while. I've been fighting the bubble lid and I'm like, come on, you can do this. You could order something different. Every time I get up there, I'm like, okay, Yikes. <laughs> what does that mean? What is this? I really like caramel. So I don't want to go away from the caramel macchiato. I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't. Okay. And this is coming from the person who has committed her summer to drinking ices with her five-year-old. Like I don't necessarily come from a graduated expansion of taste buds. Okay. Like it's okay. I'm okay with the bubble lid. I actually really appreciate the bubble lid when it comes with an icy, so I have no issues. Okay? It's just, I knew that it was time. I was trying to tell myself it wasn't time, that it wasn't necessary, that we could do this, that we could drink this coffee. It wasn't a big deal. And it just wasn't working. So I called my sister at my breaking point, And I said, you know what? I had a coffee the other day at um, Get Roasted in Waverly, Iowa, which if you're ever in that area, go to that coffee shop. I can't even explain it. Like the, ugh, ugh, I couldn't, I think it was that. I think that's what broke me. I think that may have been what broke me because I said to my sister, they did coffee right, okay? I ordered a macchiato there and it, wasn't so sweet that I wanted to like jump into sweetness all day. It like hit different. So that's why I called my sister. I think get roasted coffee in Waverly, Iowa. I think it broke me of the bubble lid. I think they made me a real coffee drinker. I don't think I could go back after that because when I went to get coffee after that, that's when I called my sister and I was like, listen, I can't do sweet coffee anymore. It's too much. I can't do it. I can't. I have to graduate from the caramel macchiato. How do you recommend taking that next step since you were my first step into coffee drinking? What are your recommendations? And she said, well, Hannah, you could just do a nice coffee with like a, a sweetened foam. That would be a good entry level. 
It's going to give you that coffee kick. It's going to give you what you need if you're going to Starbucks. And then I asked for recommendations at other places. She gave all of those. I can't appreciate her enough for these recommendations. And so yesterday, I would go to a Starbucks to grab a coffee with a gift card that I got for my birthday and order a sea salt caramel iced coffee. Okay. And I like iced. I I only don't like iced when it's cold, but like it has to be really cold. Mostly I prefer iced coffee. Okay. So I ordered that and I'm living to tell you about it. And I don't think I can go back to the sugary sweetened drinks. I don't think I can go back to the bubble lid. And as I'm talking through this, I truly believe that get roasted coffee is what broke me of the bubble lid. And I am forever grateful. And I know that this has been a long time coming. I know that everyone's been waiting for the graduation of like Hannah moving into real coffee, really getting into it. And I'm I'm proud to say that we've taken that next step. It's been a very long eight to 10 year road to here. And I am so grateful to be able to bring to all of you this great news of this graduation. And, you know, I can only hope that everyone goes on their own journey with coffee or tea or water or whatever it is. I can only hope that you continue to grow in your journeys with all things in life. And as silly as that entire conversation was about the graduation to coffee, it is just about knowing yourself and knowing that you're forever growing and respecting that growth enough to listen when your body says that it's time to move on. Even if that is with something as silly as coffee or something as crazy as leaving your job or something as crazy as um, ending a friendship or starting one or starting a relationship, like just listen. Okay, that's my great thing. I've graduated. Put the cap on. I'm throwing it in the air, moving the tassel to the other side, trying to catch it as it comes down, just spiraling with super pokey corners. Hopefully it doesn't hit my eye. Oh, I caught it. I'm putting it back on. I'm moving the tassel to the other side. And we've moved into higher level coffee drinking, y'all. No more haters judging my coffee choice because of my bubble lid. All right. I'm a real coffee drinker now, but it mostly it has to be, it's got to be a lot of cream, but enough coffee so I can actually taste it. So yeah. All right. That's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for, I don't know, anything that you feel great about. Like, does that seem super crazy that I made you give me a drum roll because I changed my coffee order? Fine. You get to decide what your great thing is every day. And that honestly felt like a really amazing growth moment for me. I don't know. So yeah, bring out the parade, people. I will forever encourage you celebrating yourself. And I will not stop celebrating myself, even if it's just a coffee order. Okay. Uh, Yesterday, I shared a video that a lot of people responded to. And the basics of that video was like, 
people should do what makes them happy. And so often we let other people's judgments of what we're capable of or where we should go guide that process and sometimes guide us away from what makes us happy. So the starting thought to this conversation started um, when my friend and my children's aunt came to visit us. (laughs) We were driving around. I don't even remember, um, but we have been on a mission and this was actually spurred by another aunt uh, who encouraged the girls to look for license plates from different states. That's a really cool game to play. So we have been doing that all summer long. And that was Aunt Natalie who encouraged that game. And it has been the funnest game ever. Like they play it every time we're in the car. It has encouraged me to look for license plates. It's actually really interesting. Um, And it was a game that we played growing up because, you know, we didn't have TVs in cars. We didn't have iPads. We didn't have all those things. My parents would just be like, yeah, I mean, it's a 12 hour drive to Florida in the Astro van. Play the license plate game. Hillary and Heather, we cannot listen to this mixtape that you recorded in the bedroom, which they didn't even record because they were out doing something cooler. They forced me and my little brother to record of the top hits in the nation, which always played on Friday night. And then you'd have to play, stop, record, play, pause, record to record and then you'd have to stop and then if you didn't stop it in time you'd have to rewind the tape to the exact place where the song stopped otherwise your sisters would be so mad if there were any commercials in between the stream of cassette that was the top hits anyways (laughs) so in those van rides they'd just be like find a way to entertain yourself i don't know you got a book I don't know. And one of the ways that we entertained ourselves was looking for different license plates, all 50 of the states. And so my kids have been playing that game. It's been super fun to play with them. And we've been playing it all summer since Aunt Natalie suggested that they start playing that. So when Aunt Jazzy came to visit, (laughs) we were out driving and I can't remember what she said, but it has since spurred the funniest thing. And hopefully all of you find this funny too. It It's the funniest thing ever. Okay. So <laughs> Aunt Jazzy was like, you should ask people why they're here when you see their license plate. And it, like, you should put up a sign. Why are you here? And we just kind of laughed about it. And like it was just a funny thing. So then yesterday, <laughs> yesterday we were out and about, the girls saw a license plate and almost simultaneously, both of them screamed, what are you doing here? <laughs> about whatever this visiting license plate was. And I don't even say it the way that they say it, but like, what are you doing here? Like almost accusingly attacking them of like, why are you in Iowa? (laughs) What are you doing from Texas in Iowa? And interestingly enough, there are so many people who visit Iowa or drive through Iowa. We have seen so many license plates here over the course of this summer. And so I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And me and Jasmine would have this conversation 
about like, gosh, that would be really funny to have these two little kids basically like aggressively attack people <laughs> and ask them, what are they doing here? Why are they here? <laughs> What's going on? Why would you come to Iowa? Why, why, why is your license plate from Florida, but you're in Iowa? Why is your license plate from Texas, but you're in Iowa? What are you doing here? And like instantly, I was like, yes, and we could do that. And it'd be really funny to take videos of them doing that. Or like, what if they held up signs and they had these conversations with people and like, how cool would that kind of be? We could do a blog. We could do kind of this like not travel, travel thing. Like, why are people coming to Iowa? How interesting would that be? And my mind instantly goes where it goes, just off to the races anytime that there's a new idea. And I thought about that as I shared this video yesterday and as that kind of hit with so many people. It's like, I used to hate myself for coming up with these ideas and for like taking something so simple and then like amplifying it, okay? Could, could that just have been a funny conversation between me and my kid's aunt, my friend, could that have just been a funny conversation and us just be like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And then like, it just happens and we all move on. Yeah. But it doesn't work like that for my brain. And this is something that I still fight with because it's like, Hannah, why, 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 why do we have to intensify things? Why do we have to like gamify things? Why do you think like this for everything? Why? And I'm so happy that I'm now in a place where my brain can think like that, where I can mobilize any idea that I have because that's what makes me happy. Like when I'm allowed to think like that and expand like that and whether we create it or we don't, or we just laugh in the car every time that we, every time that my five-year-old screams, what are you doing here? When we see a license plate from out of town, like even if that's all that it becomes, it's still fun for me to let my mind run off into the what if, let my mind build and rebuild and reconstruct whatever that could be. That's what I enjoy. Right. And so this video was just talking about how so many people stop themselves from creating a, a million things because that's what we're told to do. No, 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 no. Don't start 10 businesses. That's crazy. Right. Hannah, ugh, ooh, four businesses. Don't you think that's kind of biting off more than you can chew? Oh, plus you're developing two personal brands? Um, <clears throat> uh, hey, sis, might want to slow down. And I'll, I will tell you that the thought of my children leaving now and going back to school had me like applying for um, startup positions because I'm like, how am I going to fill this space? How am I going to fill this time? I need to stay busy. My brain running is what's important. And honestly, if I like dialed in everything that I'm working on, if I really got committed, focused hours, I could probably get that all done and it get my daily tasks just on average of the four companies that I'm running. When I was sitting and really thinking about the hours, once my kids are gone, I could probably complete that in around four to five hours a day, which leaves a pretty big chunk of time once the kids are gone. So, um, yeah. 
so I started looking like, how are we going to fill this time? Hannah not staying busy and engaged is not a happy Hannah. My brain works best when it is allowed to run through things, to come up with ideas, like it helps my mind keep working. It's in the dormant fashion. And I'll say like, I've had to get better at practicing rest because running is a pace that I'm really comfortable at. But I can say now I have a better idea of what balance looks like for me than I ever did in life before. And I know that the last two years have done so much to teach me about what that looks like for me, about how important it is to not reach a place of burnout so that I have to die down for six months to a year. Um, and so that's been really important. And so now that we've learned those lessons, we're ready to gear back up. That's where I was like, okay, give me more to do. Come on. Right. Are there more businesses? Should we actually start though? What are you doing here? <laughs> Instagram page because it'd be hilarious to me. I hope it's funny to all of you. And maybe I should upload <laughs> the video of them yelling this at people because could you imagine <laughs> like Baylor running up to someone and being like, what are you doing here? And then them just being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just, dude, 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 I'm just getting gas. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe like, no, I see that your license plate is from out of town. We're just wondering what you're doing in Iowa. <laughs> Like, no, 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 we're not. No, it's not an attack by a five-year-old. We promise. Um, anyways, but yeah, like, I'm not, I, I guess, you know, the threat of the way that someone's mind works is a scary thing. And it definitely is a scary thing if you have a whole lot of ideas that you want to bring to life. And most people or this has been the common denominator for me. Most people are like, whoa, whoa, hey, <laughs> slow it down, sister. You have gone crazy bananas. But I, I find so much joy at being in banana state. That's literally what makes me happy. And so I guess... This is me claiming this space as someone who appreciates banana and pajama zones and someone who's done a lot of work to understand what that balance looks like for my family, for myself, and, um, and someone who values that that is something that brings me joy and that it's important that I protect that space for myself, for me. Not for anybody else. Like, okay, I'm sorry if that was your limit. I'm sorry if if your max was one business. And I'm not sorry that mine isn't or that it is. But like, what are you saving me from? Because it's not myself. Myself finds joy here. Myself finds joy in bringing things to life. Like, that's what makes me happy. And even if like, out of the 10 businesses that I think of today, even if I bring none of them to life, right? That's where my brain flourishes. That's where it's happy. That's it's like happy home is creating and ideating and bringing things to life 
even thinking about bringing things to life I find joy in, right? And that's why I think dreams are so exciting to me because it's like, where do people want to go and what vision for their life do they have and and helping people get there to create a vision for life because I didn't really have one and I would say that I was someone who you probably would have thought had one right had a direction had excitement for life had dreams had goals was someone who was maybe hashtag goals to people but like I wasn't living in that truth there wasn't really any meat behind that there was just I don't know, a cool Instagram feed that made people believe that everything was going up well. Um, and when I stepped over and started to actually investigate and actually live my truth, I found a lot of ghosts in that closet. And they had to come out in order for me to appreciate all the things that I am capable of bringing into this world, all of the things that I actually want out of life. And there's this amazing growth that happens there when you get vulnerable and you really make yourself look at where you're at in life and at where you wanted to be or at what you wanted to do or where you wanted to go. And then there's this sort of, and I'm like really starting to investigate the phases. It was hard. I had my own idea of what the phases were for me as I transitioned sort of into alignment for my life, into living life on my own terms. And the path to alignment, there are phases. And now that I'm seeing more people sort of recalibrate and get in alignment with their life, more people who are pretty close to me, I can see the um, significant... Um, repeatable phases that people transition through as they sort of come up into this path of alignment. And so it's amazing to me to see the repetition in other people because it's very similar to what I was going through. And so I can almost predict what happens next. And I don't, I can predict the next phase. I can't predict whether or not they graduate out of that. I can't predict how long it takes them to get there. I can't predict. I can, I just have an idea of where they're headed next. I don't know that they get there, right? Because I don't know when they pass. Um, but I, I'm getting a better sense of what the path to alignment looks like. And that's super inspiring to me. That's so exciting. That's something that we can continue to research. You know, if I had had my very individual experience, and it is very individual, but what I can now recognize is that even though it's individual, there are these phases that help you know that you're on the right path. And I think maybe that's the most helpful thing of all of this work. Is it necessarily that I give you all of the steps to alignment because they're so very personal and they're so very true to just you and what you do and who you are. I can't really give you a fast pass to this is how you get there. But maybe knowing 
what the phases are help you to better understand if you're getting closer or not. Because that's what's hard about this path is like, it's so process driven and it's so very important that you commit to that self-work and you commit to the self-love. But how do you know that you're getting anywhere? Because the results don't always flow in. I like to look at the results of what the universe is giving me, right? Like, am I in better alignment? Am I attracting opportunities that I'm asking for or attracting opportunities based on my own vibration? And so am I attracting people who have a similar vibration to where I think I am? That's where I look for proof. But maybe the proof could come from better understanding like where you're at on this journey to alignment, right? Maybe that could be a cool way to approach this because I think we've sort of passed this phase of self-help or self-growth where people are people are understanding that it just doesn't work like that, right? That there's so much in the undertone of what has to happen between the motivational quotes and the journals that is sort of unwritten. And, you know, I think true to everything, like stay real close to the things that make you happy, even if people tell you that you're crazy or that it's not possible. If it's still making you happy, hold it tight. And bringing things to life, a million things or a hundred things will always be what makes me happy. Right? And that's such a good guide as you find your own path to alignment. Right? Follow happiness. It doesn't mislead you. But people will. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day a post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, But you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.